Mm-hmm. It's hard to attain Fred Rogers. Oh, I mean, yeah, if yeah, you wanted, yeah. If you wanted to say Saint was beyond that, then yeah. Fred Rogers <laughs> is still hard to attain. Um, Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sendcast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. And today we'll be doing a mini-pod. Mini-pod? I got nothing. <laughs> Neighbor-pod? Nature. Let's do a neighbor-pod. Neighbor-pod. Neighbor-pod of a beautiful day in the neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. Um, I, uh, I'm going to stop... Uh, pretending like uh, like I don't know what happened in real life, and I mean, actually, I'm, that's the wrong way to say it. I'm going to stop pretend. Well, I'm going to stop saying that I don't think something happened in real life anymore. Yeah. After Ford v Ferrari, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. came back and said, "Yeah, yeah. all that stuff that we thought was weird <laughs> actually happened." I'm just, you know, we're we're here in uh, biopic territory again, although not a true biopic. No, which which is much appreciated. I'm yes. okay with this. Yes, me too. Because when the trailers for this came out, I thought, oh, okay, well, we're just gonna have another, mm-hmm. you know, here's a Fred Rogers and all the stuff that he did, and it's gonna be like Forrest Gump, but with Fred Rogers, which seemed kind of silly since we had just gotten that documentary like mm-hmm. a year or two previous. Now, granted, most people, more people are gonna go see this than they would the documentary. So I, I get why they would make that, but was very pleasantly surprised that this wasn't anything that I expected it to be. Yeah, exactly. I, I really did just think I thought this was almost going to be Sully esque that you know it would just be a part of Fred Rogers' yeah. life. Yeah, and they and he's interviewing him and yeah. like you know he's telling all these stories yeah. about things that he did and all that, and it's really not that at all. Um. So yeah, we have um uh. Matthew Reese, who everybody knows from the Americans, I guess. Yes. I've never seen the show. I, I have. I think I saw maybe a couple episodes early on, but I've never just sat down and watched it. I, know, I know I need to. I've just now uh, invited everybody on Facebook to tell me that I need to watch the Americans because yeah. I know that it's a great show, but I haven't seen it. Uh, he's on it. He plays. Uh, he plays Lloyd Vogel, mm-hmm. a writer for Esquire. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, he is. Uh, he is. Sort of at a, I guess he's at a crossroads. Some, somewhat. He's, he's just had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, his 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 sister is getting married for a third time. Yeah, and his father has come back, played by Chris Cooper. His father has come back into his life, semi sort of through that wedding. Yes, and they, and they are not on speaking terms. There's something that has happened in their past that he's yeah. he's not forgiving yeah. him over. Um. And it, writing wise, it doesn't look like he really. I don't know if he's inspired, not inspired, or whatever. But Esquire tells him, "You're going after Fred Rogers. You're going to talk to Fred yeah. Rogers." I don't know what the reasoning is. It sounds almost like maybe it's because everybody he's ever interviewed, they've come off looking bad yeah. or something. Yeah, that that was part of what the editor says because they, um, um. She says they're doing a profile on heroes, and uh, he was apparently the only one that would agree to be interviewed by him. Mm-hmm. And 
he's tasked to, to do a 400 word article. Yeah, it's a puff piece. Which somewhere along the line turns into a much bigger thing. <laughs> it does. And I don't know if I heard the reasoning behind that uh, in the movie, but it starts off as a 400 word thing and then it's a big, huge. Yeah, and I mean, I think, and they kind of showed this a little bit in the trailer. I think he's having a really hard time believing that. Uh, Fred Rogers is who he says he is. And yeah, so maybe he, he's he, lobbied yeah. for it. He wants to dig a little deeper. And uh, and then, I mean, I will say that is one thing. The movie, there is one scene with him and his editor where she's like, uh, you know, she's like, uh, no, you're just doing this. This is just a little piece that just needs to be in here. And uh, we don't see much about it after that, but he clearly goes and takes his own initiative after that point. And does his own thing with it. Yeah, there's a part. There's a part in there towards the end of his initial visit where he sees Fred Rogers doing uh, one of his many voices through the puppets that he yeah. that he's doing on the show. And you can, and it's a great little scene where the camera is just focused on on Hanks while he does this, and he's just completely into his character yeah. and everything, and doing this, doing this the whatever way he wants to, and. And uh, and that's when he the writer's looking at him like, is this for real? Is this really yeah. the thing? And that's why he comes back and asks his editor about doing a bigger thing. I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just a. It's basically that. And so, Mister Rogers is known to many of us as this just this ultra positive. Everything is sort of okay. You know, uh, he he always gave great messages about he did. about your life and taught you that at a young age. Yeah, and was yeah wasn't afraid to tackle uh, stuff like death and divorce and um, you know he tackled a lot of subjects like that on his show. Which I mean, as a kid, I don't know that I really realized that, but as an adult looking back, you're just like, wow, that's a, that's insane that you know he was able to do that and he did it well. Yeah, and in this case it's uh he's he's working his magic on an adult, a full-blown yeah. adult like you may think that there's nothing to learn anymore, but you know, this is what, you know, this is what the the relationship yeah. is between these two. And uh, it's you know, this is that's the story essentially. The main character is Lloyd Vogel. It's not Fred Rogers. Exactly. And they let you know that pretty early. I mean, early on. I mean, the opening thing is uh, Mr. Rogers' show, and he's he's going to tell you the story about him meeting Lloyd and what that has, you know, like how that affected how how he helped Lloyd. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. I guess before we get into spoilers, what is your grade? Um. So this movie could have really gone two ways. Like this movie could have been super schmaltzy. Um, or it could have been really, really cynical. Mm -hmm. um, and it somehow finds that middle ground. I thought this was pretty outstanding. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Some of that might have been, I just wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting. So I was a little overjoyed that it wasn't just like a straight up biopic. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I really, really liked this movie. I mean, I'm going to give it an A. Okay, great. I'm going to give it a B plus. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't know what would I don't know what would make it an A for me. Yeah, uh, because in, it's essentially around that area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I I felt like there was something lacking, and I can't quite mm -hmm. put my finger on it. Yeah. But uh, I really like this too. I think this is you. I mean, you're right. This could have been a real cynical type movie, and uh, especially today, like mm -hmm. in today's age, like this could have been super cynical. And yeah. It's, and it, uh, it, 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 it. I mean, it is at times. I mean. Lloyd is definitely a very cynical person, but mm -hmm. um, 
But uh, yeah, somehow it finds that middle ground. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain how it does it, but it does. I guess part of me feels like that if you take the Fred Rogers out of the equation, we've seen this movie before, maybe. Yeah. Um, even it's funny. There's there are some certain elements of the movie nothing in common. In this. Yes, uh, I could see that. Not that, not that uh, Lloyd Vogel is like going around sleeping with like tons of women <laughs> yeah, or anything no, I like understand. that. But the the idea that uh, he's he's got this father he's estranged from, mm-hmm. the father cheated on his you know his mom and all that. Yeah, and, and left and them, left yeah. them, and all these things. We've seen and nothing in common. Obviously, isn't isn't the only one that's ever done that either. But. Um, you know, I, it's just like, I, I feel like I've seen this sort of family drama before when you insert Fred Rogers into it, there's a certain magical quality to it that they're yeah. adding, but it's still the same kind of movie. Uh, but anyway, I give it a B plus. I think it's solid. I think oh, it's very yeah, good. For sure. Yeah. Uh, let's get on to, uh, spoilers. Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. No, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Um... Yeah, again, much like many stories based in real life, there's not much to spoil about this. But um, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've already discussed the fact that he's not really the the main character. Fred Rogers yeah. is not the main character. But there are a lot of great and effective scenes. I love the scene with him trying to put up the tent. Yeah, that's a great scene. And he he can't get it open. Mm-hmm. And he says, sometimes, you know, your plans don't work out. And he goes over and they, they look at the, the footage and they said, well, what do you want to do? You want to set up the tent? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, that's fine the way it is. And uh, and and he and he, I think Vogel is like, why why yeah. would you do that? Yeah. He's like, because you kids have to learn that there's sometimes even when you make a plan, it doesn't come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so like uh, you know, even adults have these problems. Yeah. Uh, I love that scene a lot. Um, I agree. No, I totally agree. That and that might have even been because I think that's. That that might have been around where I'm like, okay, this is doing something different than mm-hmm. than than I thought it was going. You know, this is going in a different direction than I thought it was going to go. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a that's a perfect scene, and I think um, uh, Tom Hanks. This is one of those performances where I don't know. Maybe some people think it's almost just like an impression, but I think it's a good performance. Like I think it's uh, I and I think he, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna hear a lot about it. I mean, I. I can't imagine he's not going to at least be an Oscar talks. Yeah. Um, uh, and he very well might win, I, I, you know, depending on what else comes out this year. And I don't even know what he would be supporting or lead or whatever. But. At the beginning of the movie, I felt like it was a bit affected because yeah. he was he's doing that thing where Mr. Rogers would enunciate every single syllable yeah. of everything. Yeah. You know, why are you hurting? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, and uh, and so like. It sounds like that at first, but as the movie goes on, it just feels like that's him. Yeah, you, you just and and a and one thing like I never once like I definitely got I I never thought like oh that's just Tom Hanks like I mean uh, maybe at the beginning just because like they open it up on the opening of the show 
And so he's basically recreating the opening of the show, which also every time I see Mr. Rogers, I, I, I this is horrible, but every, not horrible, but I, I can't not think about Eddie Murphy. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's neighborhood right. on Saturday Night Live, um, because as an adult, I think about that more probably than I do the show. Because honestly, like I watched the show, but like it wasn't something I carried with me. Like no. I don't have memories of episodes. Yeah, me either. Um, I know it's something I watched because it was just it was on. Yeah. you know, when I was a kid. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, it. it I think it used to come on after Sesame Street. Uh, Probably, back in yeah, our that day. sounds right. Uh, and who knows? It, it may always have done that, but uh, it seemed like Sesame Street would play, and then right after that, you'd have Mister Rogers. And, I, and I'm curious how many like younger people even know who he is. I don't. I don't believe it's still shown as reruns. No, Not I that I'm no aware idea. of. But um, and obviously he died, and the early he died, I believe, in 2003 mm-hmm. um, of of stomach cancer of all things, which is horrible. Yeah. Um, so obviously the show hasn't been on, hasn't been shot for a while, at least not new episodes. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I am really curious to see how many people even know, but not that I I don't know that a lot of younger people are going to be watching this movie, but I'm just, you know, that's just one of those things that kind of was popping up in my head. Like how relevant is he today? Yeah. He's, he's relevant in the way that we wonder what, whatever happened to somebody like that. Um, like we need somebody like that in this day and age, but absolutely um, there's I, there's he is sort of they try to do this thing in the movie where his wife is like don't make him a saint because uh you know it, it makes it I'm trying to remember why she, it, it makes it like not an attainable goal yeah, basically. yeah like yeah. you couldn't be like him if he was right. a saint and and the problem is is that is that even though she says that and even though you could take that philosophy there's nothing other other does to think about him other than he's a saint. Yeah. Yes. They, they allude to him getting angry or whatever. That would have been nice to actually see. It, yeah, it would have been. I mean, we do get to see, cause she would, is that the scene where I believe that's the scene where she makes, yeah, because she's the one that tells him that, uh, he just has ways he deals with his anger. He swims and, you know, and then he even brings up stuff like, you know, banging the keys on the piano and, you know, stuff like that, that just kind of, you know, uh, help you help you get through that and we see a little bit of him doing those things but yeah we definitely never see him just lose his cool yeah it's almost like the movie itself doesn't want to to dive into that because it feels like it's getting into territory it doesn't feel it has the right to touch or you know i yeah. don't know what it is uh, but it would have been nice to see that and to see how he deals with it. Yeah, I can see that. But it may not be this for this movie. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point too. And also, that's another interesting thing about Tom Hanks' performance and why I'm I I really really liked it because it must have been really difficult for him because he has to stay. I mean, he stays at the exact same level. Yeah. The entire movie, like his uh, his delivery, you know, every and it's not even monotone. I mean, there's affection there, mm-hmm. but it's just he never wavers. Like he never goes up a level. He never goes down a level. There's that one moment towards the end where he starts banging on the keys. Yeah. And even then, he still has this look on his face, like mm-hmm. he's happy as can be. Yeah, he's happy. Um, to, he's happy to see people in a way that probably none of us are happy to see. Like, like for some celebrities, if you were to be on a you were on a subway and people started singing, yeah, and stuff, you you might feign some sort of uh, excitement about that yeah. just to, to, to shine them on and everything, but he seems genuinely happy <laughs> yeah. 
that they're doing yeah. this. Yeah, and it's unreal. And uh, and everything, everything's just to him is just some sort of oh well that's something that happens in life and I love it and and everything. Uh, we you know we would like it would be nice if we could all attain that, but it's uh, it is sort of impossible. Let's say he's not. Let's say he's not even a saint. Mm-hmm. It's hard to attain Fred Rogers. Oh well, yeah, if yeah, you wanted, yeah. If you wanted to say Saint was beyond that, then yeah. Fred Rogers <laughs> is still hard to attain. Um, and I mean, and he's you know he's a guy he ra- he raised two children and you know and he's married and I mean he's he's I mean, he's done all these you know these things um, these achieved all these things that you know most people do and he's still been able just to stay the same you know like he keeps that path and they even have the conversation at one point where he's like it must be really hard being your sons Mm -hmm. and then he goes through that whole bit about you know one of his kids wouldn't even wouldn't even acknowledge that that was his dad or wouldn't tell people yeah that that was his dad you know until recently and then the other one tested him you know, constantly. And then he's like, but finally, you know, we figured it out. Yeah. And uh, we made it work. And there's even this whole bit they just kind of throw in where, and I didn't know about this, where the show, uh, he decided to stop doing the show. Yeah, in the 70s. Because he just felt like there wasn't anything more he could give. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then they kind of allude to they weren't doing great financially. And then he felt like he could actually uh, contribute a little more. So he decided to do it again. And then, of course, it lasted for, you know, you know, 20 years or whatever, 20 mm-hmm. plus years. Cause at this point, I believe it's 98. I know yeah. at one point they say it's 1998. Yeah. This is where he's, uh, where Lloyd's getting his award or something. Yeah. yeah that's it right. Says 1998. And that's another interesting thing about this movie, because this is the late nineties and it's all about a magazine. And mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, the movie definitely doesn't beat you over the head, but they do show you some stuff early on. Like they kind of use the Fred, they kind of use the Mr. Rogers show to do this, where you show, like they show how the magazine's made and, and all that kind of stuff. And then there's a little bit where he's given his speech about winning the award about what writing for a magazine does for you. And it's just interesting now because magazines are not really, I mean, they still exist, mm-hmm. but we're not in the, it's not the same type of like, we're not reading as many magazines as we did. Like that was probably kind of towards the end of it mm-hmm. because you're going to get like the, you know, the, the internet's really booming at that point. And uh, that's just not necessarily a profession that is the same now as it was then. Mm -hmm. And I I think the movie's trying to say something there. And that's another area where maybe it could have done a little more, but maybe it's not needed for this movie. But I don't know. I found that interesting. And I I thought that was effective. Like you said, that probably had to do with the Matthew Reese character uh, just having all these different things he was dealing with and uh, just, just trying to, I don't know, he's just trying to be happy. Yeah, for, you know, I mean, that's kind of what this movie is about. Yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, ba- like the story aside from Fred Rogers, he's getting sort of this indirect therapy from Fred Rogers all the way through it. But his story is he's just he's just had a kid with the uh, the uh, his wife is played by Susan Kalechi Wilson mm-hmm. Watson. Yeah, most people probably know her from This Is Us. Yeah, um, it could be Kalecki. I don't know, but uh, but yeah. Um, uh, she he's married to her uh it starts off with this wedding with his sister played by tammy blanchard um and uh is that that's who it is right it's tammy blanchard that plays his, his one uh, uh yeah his, uh, uh, his sister lorraine yes yeah. um she's getting married for the third time uh his dad chris cooper shows up and he's drunk and uh they get in a fight right off the bat because yep. he says something about 
his mom and and he just he just brings his mom up it, it, that was a hokey thing for me at the beginning because he brings up the mom and he goes don't don't you talk about mom and then and we then, don't know anything about it yet and then either, immediately yeah. he's punching him yeah. like within five yeah. seconds of it um but um he's dealing with that but then uh it looks like uh he's uh, it looks like jerry jerry is his name jerry is trying to get back into his life and i think it's because he is sick he knows he's sick um and uh he's having a very hard time because what he did was he left he's, he's he cheated on uh his wife while she was sick um and left his yeah. left uh left uh, uh you know left Lloyd to do it on his own left to deal with it his own yeah. and he basically left the entire family for this other woman for years yeah and then the sister is it seems like she's willing to at least have conversations with him but but Lloyd's not mm-hmm. which is you know i mean understandable yeah um so yeah so then so then the movie kind of goes through that part at the beginning yeah and uh and so yeah, there's a there's a big moment also where uh, uh, Jerry gets super sick and is sick enough to have to go to the hospital. Yeah, and Lloyd is still writing his article, and he decides to just to leave his dad and leave his wife with his dad essentially, and yeah. say and say I'm going to finish this this writing. And she goes, she you can do this anytime. When, yeah, you know this is yeah. the this may not this may be it. This is not the time for you to do this. Yeah, and he goes anyway. So it's a big, huge turning point for him um, to a learning learning experience for him once he comes back into it. And yeah, and that's another moment where the movie really uh, lets you know that it's just going to kind of be at its own pace and it's going to do whatever it wants to do because that's the whole bit where he thinks he sees he thinks he sees Fred Rogers because mm-hmm. yeah. um, he's been in New York and so he thinks he sees him going back to Pittsburgh. So he thinks he's following him. And then I never really quite understood like there's this whole bit where like. Lloyd gets to the studio and they're like, "Oh, you're on the show today." Yeah, I think and then it's a big it, dream sequence, right? Uh, yeah, it's got to be right. I mean, they they don't like because he ends up at Fred Rogers' house though. That part yeah. wasn't a dream. I don't so. know. I I felt like the well, we know at least one part of it. Was. Oh, for sure, because he he's supposed to be one of the puppets or whatever. Although but. maybe that was some sort of special effect thing that they could do back in that that day, where they could miniaturize somebody. On <laughs> maybe I don't know. I just I took that whole thing yeah. as like a dream sequence. Maybe that it was something that happened. And again, I don't want to speculate on. Yeah, it exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Um. Uh. But uh, yeah, he. You're right. He is at his house. Like, yeah, because he comes down and they're uh, Fred Rogers and his wife, or um, they're uh, they're playing pianos. Yeah, yeah, like, they're like dueling pianos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and you're just like sitting there going, like, yeah, that's probably what was going on at the Rogers household most days. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, but and Matthew Reese is really good. Yeah, like, he I, is. and like I said, I don't have a lot of experience with him because, like you, I just haven't watched the Americans. I'm sure there's things he's been in that I've seen that I'm just you know. Yeah, I but, I, I kept thinking I've seen this guy somewhere. I've seen this guy somewhere. And then I find out that the main thing he's been in is the American. So I was like, well, what is the one thing that's making me? You know, <laughs> what what makes me think I've seen him before? I mean, I'm sure I've seen like commercials Previews, yeah but like you know it I, there seems like there's something 
that uh, I have seen him in. And I just that was one thing that kept going through my head. The and, whole, like, and he's interestingly enough, he's going to be playing. Uh, they're doing an HBO Perry Mason series, and he's uh, going to be playing Perry Mason. So, okay. but and considering it's HBO, I'm actually really curious about that. And, yeah. I, and and he was really good in this. Um, but I think he does. I think he gives a really good performance. I think it's very effective, and I think it is a role that could have been very generic. Mm-hmm. And I think he probably gives it a little more heft. Um, I also think the directing is really good in this movie too, which I have not seen either one of her other movies, but the director was Marielle Heller Mm -hmm. and she did a diary of a teenage girl, which was a pretty, was not a big hit, but I think a lot of critically, it was critically acclaimed back in, you know, a few years ago. And then she did last year's, uh, can you forget, can you ever forgive me with uh, Melissa McCarthy, which is supposed to be excellent. Yeah. And, uh, and she has, uh, 10 credits as an actress as well. Um, she was in MacGruber. Oh, nice! Uh, I never saw Walk Among the to- the Tombstones, but she's in that. Oh, wow! And I she's did also see that. in the pop star Never Stop, uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Well, holy hell! I've seen this. I've seen a lot of her acting career. Apparently, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, I don't recall the characters, but um, yeah, this is this is a good movie. Did, did you did you see the documentary? I did not. I've I've no I've. I, well, that's not completely true. I don't think I've watched it all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never just sat down and watched it. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, I mean, it's really good. Yeah, uh, but I, I, but I think going back to what we were uh, originally talking about and how yeah. this, uh, how this movie is is so different from what it could have been and everything. Uh, this is a great compliment to the documentary. It's not, you know, it's not trying to be that documentary like we've said. Yeah, and I think that was something, you know, we were both a little concerned about because I totally get why financially they would make this movie because mm-hmm. it's probably going to do really well and it's obviously going to do better than a documentary because just not that many people are going to go watch a documentary. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, however sad that might be to some people. Um, so I get why they would make it, but. Um, I'm just I'm just happy to know it's it's very different and like yeah you could definitely watch like both of these together and you're gonna get two completely different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, yeah, but but they both do a good job of just showing um, just like what an amazing person Fred Rogers was, what an amazing effect he could have on somebody's life, and then they somehow do that in a very non cynical. And at least, at least, as far as I'm, what I, what I got out of it, there was it, no cynicism in no. this movie. And um, other, and then it wasn't, and it really, I mean, I guess you could argue that some of it was cheesy, but like, I don't know, I didn't really feel the schmaltz. Like, I didn't feel like anything was being forced on me. Yeah, it, it just felt feels very like, natural. Well, I think it's because that character, quote unquote, of Fred Rogers is such that character. That it doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like, you know, they're just, you know, it doesn't feel like they're setting this up in some sort of way to where it comes off false. This is exactly who he is. It's exactly yeah. what we're seeing in front of us. That's and, the reason why it works. And I mentioned the pace earlier and talking about the directing, and I kind of felt it was interesting because afterwards I kind of thought back about this, and I thought that, like, you know, like Fred Rogers is very much a person that was never, like, he's not in a hurry. There's a, there's a scene early on where... Um, actually, it was right before the tent scene when uh, when Lloyd gets to the studio, uh, he's talking to a disabled child. And I don't I mean, Lloyd asked the question, is this a make a wish thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody actually answers that. But no, I think I believe that is what they say. It is. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. OK. So I knew. So some. so that's what's going on. So he's just so this isn't part of the show or anything. 
and the producers are just, you know, they're back there. They're just kind of waiting, like, come on, like, mm-hmm. you know, and like one of them even asked if they can fire him, you know, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. kind of, you know, they're being really silly because apparently he's put him like an hour behind schedule because he spent like 30 minutes talking to mm-hmm. this kid. Yeah. Um, when he was just supposed to do like a little meet and greet. Mm-hmm. But I think that shows how great the person is. But also, I think it kind of establishes that this movie is just going to let the story unfold at a natural pace. And this movie isn't really long either, I I must say. No, it's an hour and 45 minutes. But it but it definitely like it's not it's not rushing to do anything. Like it's very much just going to let the story play how it should. And I I kind of felt that correlated well with the character of Fred Rogers cuz even before he does the tent, he's like, you know, do you guys know what this is? And then he it's Lloyd cuz then yeah. he sees you know, he sees Matthew Reese standing over there. And I think that might even be when she says, uh, you know, can we fire him? Is the, uh, that make a wish thing too is great. Cause you can also see how the parents are, at least the dad seems a little impatient with his kid yeah. in that thing. And his kid is like, got, uh, I don't know if it's an oxygen tank, but it's, he's got, he's yeah, obviously yeah, unwell yeah. and everything. And he's, and, uh, and, and Mr. Rogers is just sitting there just kind of talking to him yeah. and like, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. And the kid eventually goes over there and hugs him yeah, and yeah. everything. It's a great scene. Um, but the other thing about that scene is he, he goes, uh, does this happen often? And the producer is like every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and then also I wanted to mention Enrico Colin, is it? Oh, Colin Tony. Colin Tony is in it. Um, he plays, uh, I guess he's almost, he's not like his, I guess he's like his, uh, public, like he's not his publicist. They said, what did they say? They got him. He worked in the White House or something. I, honestly, yeah, he's he's a publicist <laughs> or he's he's a, an agent or I don't I don't even know if he needed an agent. Uh, but yeah, he's something like that. I, I got the impression that when because I think the wife uh, jo- Joanne Rogers, she's talking to uh, Lloyd at one point, and she says like they they plunked him from like a senator or something. Oh, uh, like, okay. Like I got the impression he was there more or less. Like he was someone that could keep things moving and could keep Fred protected and just make sure that like, cause Fred clearly is going to do what he wants to do. So I guess maybe that he was someone that could actually kind of keep them in line and yeah. you know, whatever, whatever they had to do that day. Like if they had a meet and greet or if they had to film a on location or whatever, but, uh, but he's, he's not in it that much, but as always, he's very effective just cause he's such a good character actor. Yeah. He's Col- like a Richard Schiff kind of guy. Yeah. Colin, Colin, I don't know if it's Colin Tony or either. Colin Tony, but he, if you're familiar, he's on Veronica Mars. He plays, Veronica Mars' dad, yeah, and he's uh, on Galaxy Quest. Yeah. Uh, Just shoot me was, I think, the first place I ever saw him. Mm. He played like a photographer or something yeah. on that show. <laughs> yeah, in Galaxy Quest, he's playing that main alien. Yeah, guy. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he is great. I I love seeing him pop up in movies randomly. Like, yeah, that. I do too. Yeah, he's he's like I said, he's kind of like that. I don't know, I you know somebody, but uh, but he's just he's always fun to see. So uh, it's a really good cast. I mean, Christine Lady's in it too. She plays uh, she. Plays plays his uh boss mm-hmm. and then uh wendy mckenna plays uh chris cooper's uh uh girlfriend or why are they married i can't even remember if they, they're there they're oh i don't know uh yeah. i think they said engaged but at they, one point yeah they've been together for a long time yeah 15 years yeah 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 so um, um yeah christine lottie is one of those act actors that's i think legendary amongst other actors and everything yeah. but like not very many people 
like outside of of the yeah. acting is are like you, you're not going to hear people on the street go Christine Lottie yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great but she's awesome she's one of those like actors actors yeah much. she's great and I the thing I remember her from we were talking earlier although I said ER incorrectly it was Chicago Hope but yeah. I just remember like in the 90s like she was always one of those like uh whenever the Emmys got announced mm-hmm. it was very common for her to be nominated or yeah. or to win you know so uh but yeah no it's a really nice cast it's just it's just it's a really nice movie, and it is possible that like when I watch it again, maybe I'll go down a little bit. Yeah, but, but at least for right now, seeing it once, seeing it last night, it was like, and I even tweeted last night like I didn't know how much I needed this to see this movie because mm-hmm. <laughs> it just really does put you. I mean, it is kind of sad, but it but it does put you in a in a mood that is sadly not as common on yeah. an everyday basis and not to get too much into all that. And I'm not even talking about outside. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on within just uh, the movie world mm-hmm. that's uh, that's very that, that's hard to not be cynical about. Yeah. So just to see a movie that wears its heart on its sleeve like this and it's not afraid to do that mm-hmm. um, is is crazy. Like yeah. you just don't see stuff like this anymore. It's very true, and may never again because uh, it's uh, it's hard to have these kind of people show up. And are in the public eye, yeah, and and can have that kind of reach and everything. I'm well, sure there are people like Fred Rogers yeah. out there. They're just not in the public. Well, eye. and I mean, Tom Hanks is. I mean, Tom Hanks is actually probably a close copy of that. I mean, like, I mean, as far as our actors today and mm-hmm. stuff, I'm not saying like he's never done a show like Mr. Rogers, but I'm just saying he's kind of become like. Um, like at least we don't know of anything he's done, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, he seems like a pretty straightforward guy. He seems like a really good guy and we don't, ha- and we just don't have that many actors like him anymore. Yeah. And I mean, he's in his sixties, Yeah, you know, so I, uh, I don't know if this, if this podcast will come out after the, the main, uh, sin cast or f- before, but I do think it is funny. I've mentioned this on this one that's coming up oh, that okay. we haven't that we haven't uh, uh, released yet, but yeah. it might be released by the time this one is released. Um, that it is funny that in the Burbs, there's a scene yeah. where he's on the bed watching TV and Mr. Rogers is on. Oh, I, just, I totally forgot about that. Uh, that's right. I think yeah. it's really cool that uh, stuff like that. I don't even know. If you know, if you go back to 1989, did they did they choose that because Hanks was a particular Mister Rogers yeah. fan, yeah. or was it just a random thing that happened? And yeah. now, 30 years later, he's playing Mister Rogers. <laughs> yeah, because I think he also watches like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, he does. Too. <laughs> yes, he does. But no, yeah, you're right. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, yeah Mister Mister Rogers is one of those shows that would pop up. It's in it's in Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Like I remember, like when they're fighting over what channel they're going to watch on the TV. I mean, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was a very common. Uh, it just everybody knew who Mister Rogers was, especially in the eighties, yeah, uh, and probably seventies. But um, uh, I'm glad that there's going to be a lot of people that maybe don't know who he is or don't have a lot of association with him uh, that are going to watch this. Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, we're just on Friday recording this, so it just it just came out last night. It's going up against Frozen Two. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a feeling this is going to make some money. Like I think this is going to do pretty well. Yeah, you have a nice little holiday movie here. Essentially, I mean, it's it's nice. You can take the family to it. I don't think there is one swear word in no. this movie. I mean, it, and it's it's not really violent. I mean, it definitely. I mean, there is like we talked about the fight with Lloyd and his dad, and it does deal a lot with you know sickness and mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. But no, I think this is. I think this would be great for. Especially if you have older kids. I think if they end up making like 60, 70 million on this, yeah. they'll, they'll be happy with that. 
And I would that think sounds, so. That sounds like around the ballpark of where I would put this, um, at least domestically. And 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 I don't know how Mister Rogers plays worldwide either. So yeah, I don't it, know. It may not it may not be much more than that. Because if I remember correctly, the documentary did pretty well. Like I mean, for a documentary, you know, it 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 didn't. So I mean, if you translate that to a movie mm-hmm. with Tom Hanks, yeah, um, and getting a big holiday release. Um, are you looking that up? Yeah, yeah um, I'm curious to know actually. Yeah, I mean documentaries don't make much. Exactly, so, uh, it made uh, 22 million. That's a good. Documentary. Oh yeah, that actually, that's actually pretty exceptional. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and worldwide it made 22 million. So okay. it didn't go. It didn't go beyond uh, America. It doesn't appear like gotcha. it doesn't appear. But um, anyway. Um, so yeah, this yeah. is good. I yeah. would say if you're, if you're a big Mr. Rogers person, you want to see something really positive in your life, go and watch this movie. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's good. Um, I don't think there's any, yeah. I mean, there's, unless you just really hate movies that just, <laughs> that just, you know, oh my God, he's so nice. How is he so nice? What an asshole. You, I mean, you know, that's the only way you could hate this movie. I, um, I agree. I totally agree. So, all right, uh, go to uh, uh, <laughs> go to Sincast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook uh, if you want to talk about this. You can also go to SoundCloud, uh, Reddit. Uh, we have a Discord. Um, we have CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter. Jonathan, yeah, you can see you can talk to me on Twitter at, at @samloomis13. We also do have TV Sins Twitter, and um, you can hear me every week on Behind the Sins with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasends.com.